enjoying divine health. Enjoying divine health. And so there are three focuses, and we began with one of them yesterday. Is that one we must understand what is it that causes sickness? What is the root cause of ill health? What is the root cause? And we meant we were meant to understand that Satan, as we see that example in the book of Luke, Satan is one that calls people. Satan is one that people under oppression. God bless you. You may now mute your devices. Thank you. Now, uh, you know, we look at the, the, the example of that woman. The Bible says that this daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has bound, whom Satan has bound. So we understand that Satan is a major cause of infirmity. The second cause under this first one is what causes it. When you know the root cause of a problem, then it's easier to address it. Now, is sin. is sin. Sin. Now, you see, Satan, you don't have to look for his trouble before he comes finding a person. He's an adversary. He's your, he's your, he's, he's, he will always be against you. Don't try to get Satan to be, to, be, to be for you. He can never be for you. He will always be against us. But the truth is that we are always prevailing. Glory be to God who has given us victory. So that is the good news. So, yes. It will always be against the entire world. Why well, I tell you, with God on our side, no one can be against us. So sin is another major cause why people are sick. Brethren, if you have been sick, if there's one ailment in your life or in your family, I want you this morning to examine yourself closely. I want you this morning to examine yourself closely. You see, um, not just from the, you know, not just from others' testimony, I myself have been a living testimony. You see, right from the time the Lord saved my soul, I have enjoyed good health. I've enjoyed good health because what sin does is that sin perforates a man's life. Sin perforates a man's spiritual life. Sin gives access to the body. Now turn your Bible with me to Romans 3, Romans chapter 3, uh, Romans chapter 3, verse 3, I mean 23. It says, for all have sinned, and come short of the glory of God. So what it means is that, it simply means that the moment you engage in sin, whether with your words, whether with your thoughts, whether with your reaction, whether with signing the you know, dubious contract, whether engaging in the money covenant, whether drinking blood, whether eating in the dream, whether you engage in sexual immorality, whether you know uh, you are hungry, you refuse to forgive, or there's somebody you are holding in your mind, there is, and the list is endless. There's the list of the list of what constitutes sin is so long. Now, and no matter you know, in respect of how it relates to you, what it does is that it brings you to be short of the glory of God. That means where you are supposed to be on this height, sin reduces. Not only that, it becomes a gateway for the enemy to invade. Life. Because at that time, the edge of God gets removed. And the moment God removes his edge over a man, over a woman, over a children, over a family, over a church, then the enemy have a free cause. So sin. And the Bible also tells us in the book of Romans chapter 6, verse um, 23. Now, what is the wages of sin? The wages, the reward, the benefit, if, 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 if we can put it that way. The, 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 the reward. The benefit that you derive from sinning of any kind, 
is this, for the wages of sin is death, physical death. Some people are alive, but they are dying. They are, there's something eating up their body. There's something growing up in their body part. They are, they are dying. Some people's hearts are failing. You see them, they are very young, but yet they are looking more older than even than their age. Why? Because sin is cancerous. Sin eats people's off. It eats the body part off. So when a man, that's why the Bible tells us that, you see, you don't pursue a sinner. You see, a sinner flee when no one pursues it. Yes, and the Bible said there's no peace for the wicked in the book of Isaiah. There's no peace for the wicked. In fact, the Bible said that it shall be ill. That means it shall not be well with the wicked. So anybody who the deepest is his or her hand in sin, that person is the, is the category of being a wicked person. So brethren, this morning, I want you to know that God desires and his plan for you is that you live a sin-free life so that sickness cannot enter your body. Now, you may say, uh, you know, how can I do that? The first step is accepting Jesus. You know, some people think they have accepted Jesus, but the truth is that they have not. They have not. To accept Jesus, what it simply means is this. You acknowledge your sin and repent of that. And then ask him to help you to wash away your sin. And then ask him that beginning from now, Lord Jesus, take over my life. To accept Jesus is just more than say, you just make that confession. The life that you live after, a good example, maybe we'll talk about one or two things, how to confirm if you are, if you are, if you are born again or if you have accepted Jesus. Do you still find it difficult to forgive people? If yes, your born again is questionable. There's a question mark. Do you find it difficult to pray? If yes, you need to check your born again. Maybe there's a sin. Do you find it difficult to please God at all costs? If you are, you are struggling, you, God tells you, go and do this. But you are struggling. You don't do it. You keep disobeying him. Then, I'm not sure you are born again. Are you filled with the power of God? If no, then we need to check your born again. Are you baptized in the Holy Ghost? If no, then we need to check your born again. Do you love the word of God? Do you spend quality time with this world? If no, then um, you're born again. It's, it has a question mark. Do you love to fellowship with believers? Do you, are you passionate about the church and your fellow brothers in the faith and sisters? That when they are going through something, it's not that you are just like, hey, I know that that brother will do this. I know that this problem will happen. Ah, if you are still thinking like that, hmm, you need to check your born again. So, brethren, do you give on to God? That these are ways by which we know. Who are your, you know, who are your close allies? Do you still keep a relationship with people that you used to keep relationship with? The people you used to talk to on Facebook, on Instagram. Do you still follow them? All the these things that you used to do before, are you still doing them? Maybe you used to forge. Maybe your kind of job 
is the type that uh, they put things in your in your sack and you can take you know you just do things anyhow or maybe you have been stealing your company's money or whatever mm-hmm. thing if you are still doing all of these things it's a sign you are not born again have you encountered jesus what is your own personal testimony what is your own experience what can you say i'm not saying what your wife is saying about you what your husband is saying about you what your children are saying about you what the church is saying about you what are you saying concerning your own self and your walk with god can you say confidently that has saved your soul can you say that you are now free from sin brethren these and many other questions will help you to know if you're born again i want you to bow down your head this morning and to come the revival hour is there to revive us. Is there to revive our body, soul, and spirit. To revive our home, to revive our family. So I want you to say, Father, I thank you for sending your word unto me. Do you know it's also the, uh, one of the prayers I don't love to pray before is prayer of thanksgiving. I find it boring. Many years ago. But since Christ saved my soul, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I love to thank him always. I love to praise him always. It was not so before. That's a sign. So would you give him thanks for his word? Father, I thank you this morning for the word that you have brought unto me. I give you the glory. Now you are here this morning. You are not born again. I want you to come to Jesus. And you know that all of these questions, you know yourself. You know yourself better than anybody knows you. Uh, everybody might think that, oh, she's a Christian, but in your heart, you know you are not. Everybody knows that, oh, you are, that, yeah, that brother is a Christian, he's a child of God, but you, yourself, you know you are not, that you have an opportunity this morning to join the company of the saints, to say, Lord Jesus, I want to repeat after me and say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today, a sinner, please forgive me my sin, write my name in the book of life, Lord Jesus, I pray as from today, destroy the yoke of sin in my life, Give me a brand new beginning. Fill me with the Holy Ghost according to your word in Ephesians 1 verse 13. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now you are going to pray. Whatever sin that you you have committed or maybe your family that may be causing sickness in your body, you are going to say, Father, this morning, please arise. Have mercy on me. Confess them. What it means to confess them is that you know, you say it out. I know I have done this. This is what I have done. You say it out. Then repent. To repent means have a change of heart. To repent means have a change of heart. That means repent. Have a change of heart. For instance, uh, husband and wife, you are keeping my list. You need to repent. You need to repent. So you are going to pray this morning. Father, any sin that may be causing sickness in my body, this morning, Lord, have mercy. I come to you, Lord. I come to you. I come to you. I I run to you. I I I run to you. Father, this morning, Lord, if there's any sin in the life of your children, I pray this morning, please be merciful. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now, finally, ask the Lord, what do you want him to do for you? Today is December the 28th. We have 29. We have 30. We have 31. So we still have about four days. What do you desire that the Lord do for you? 
What do you desire that you want to testify at the crossover? Say, Lord, I want to come and testify concerning this when I, when I come to the crossover service this Friday. Tell him, tell him what you desire the Lord to do. Tell him what you desire the Lord to do. Open your mouth this morning and talk to him. Father, I thank you for always answering my prayer. I thank you because, again, you have answered my prayer for all your children, all that they are asking you for. Father, please turn them to testimony. Turn them to testimony. Be merciful upon them. The ones that are sick, heal them. The ones that are expecting job offer, Lord, grant it today. The ones that are expecting, you know, expecting baby, Lord, grant it unto them. Lord Jesus, the one that are expecting one breakthrough in their business, in their finances, do it, Lord. Do it, Lord. The one that are standing in the gap for their family members, please answer them. Show them your mercy. We are not married. We are not qualified to receive your mercy. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now, I want you to, I want you to lay your hand upon your body as we pray. The Bible says in the book of Romans, just lay your hand. The Bible says in the book of Romans chapter 8, verse 11. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he shall raise up Christ. He that raised Christ up, that raised, that raised up Christ from the dead shall also Quicken your mortal body by a spirit that dwelleth in you. This morning, I pray for you. The spirit of the living God that dwelleth in you quickens your mortal body. Amen. Any infirmity, I command them to live now and never to return in the name of Jesus. Amen. The spirit of the living God that dwells in your home. We quicken the mortal bodies of all members of your family in the name of Jesus. And end has come to sickness in your life in the name of Jesus. I pray for you, for you and your family, beginning from today, you sign the contract of longevity. You sign the contract of long life. You sign the contract of sickness-free life in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray for you in the name of Jesus. As it was just impossible for sickness to enter the body of Jesus. So I decree as from today, in the name of Jesus, sicknesses will no longer dwell in your body. It will no longer dwell in your home. Your going in and coming out is blessed. In the name of Jesus, you shall be the head. You will never be the tail. I pray for you in the name of Jesus. Beginning from now, your testimony will be testimony of good health. In the mm. mighty name of Jesus, mm. whatever you lay your hand upon, they shall prosper. I pray mm. for you, even as the year is coming to an end, every expectations of yours, they are turned to testimony. Your prayer will for God. In the name of Jesus. By the time we meet on Friday for the crossover, you will have testimony. Your own mm. testimony will provoke even the even even praises unto God in the name of Jesus. I pray mm. shall be well with your children. You will not mm. die. Evil dream nullified over your life in the mm. name of Jesus. 
You that is eating in the dream, as from today, that habit stop in the name of Jesus. You Amen. that is violated in the dream, having sex in the dream, as from today, that habit stop in the name of Jesus. Any Amen. man violating you, any woman violating your family, in the name of Jesus, the judgment of God come upon them. The judgment Amen. of God come upon them. I cover your body, soul, and spirit with the blood of Jesus. There shall be no loss in your family. That in that whatever is constituting fear in your heart, in the name of Jesus, the Lord has rolled them away. And the peace of God is in your heart. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Give him the glory, the glory. Wave those signs God. I believe you are healed. I believe you are healed. I believe that any time that I pray that God hears me. So I wanted to appreciate him because I know he has healed you. He has answered your own prayer. Even the things that you did not ask for, he has done them for you. We give you glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we have given time. Amen.